Hey, yo, gamers, and welcome to another episode of the Cauldron Cast. I'm your host, Nightstar451, and today I'm once again joined by my illustrious co host, Super Dota Playa. How's it going? On this show, we interview some of your favorite personalities in the gaming scene, learning more about their backstory, current endeavors, and any future plans they are willing to share. For today's episode, Super and I brought on one of my closest friends in the gaming scene, Hershey Bear. For those who don't know, Super and Hirsch are brothers, so some of these questions might be a bit redundant between the two of them, but for everyone listening who doesn't know uh, Hirsch as intimately as Super does, I think you'll find it very illuminating. When he's not overseeing the stellar branding of Witch Doctor Gaming, you can find Hirsch following the Dota competitive scene or messing around in Adobe's creative suite. Hirsch, how's it going today? I'm doing pretty good. How about you guys? Ah. <sighs> do it doing it (laughs) (laughs) that's all you can do right now right yeah i mean i get my last covid shot on saturday so this next weekend into early next week is probably gonna suck but oh yeah aside from that (laughs) it's going great yeah now that graduation's out of the way that's always good too (laughs) (laughs) yeah i forgot you guys had that uh congratulations wait who didn't Super did. Uh, okay. I since I switched major halfway through, oh. I'm like a year behind now, so mine won't Oof. be until like the end of next summer. But oh. it is what it is. Yeah. Eh. I mean, at least you're still graduating. Right. <laughs> you didn't have to completely well, I plan on it. it, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um. Yeah. All right. So I guess the first question would be: How were you introduced into the world of gaming in the first place? Um, I'd say like as a kid, I played a lot of games, um, mainly with like the PlayStation 2 and the um, GameCube were probably the two that I played most growing up. Um, we did have a Nintendo 64. I can't remember which one we ended up getting first, but either way, we played a bunch of the Nintendo 64, like Mario Kart, uh, Donkey Kong 64, um, and then played a lot of games in the GameCube and PlayStation, so I was kind of just introduced to it at a young age during, like, developmental years, so it was just kind of something that stuck with me. Yeah. Uh, What would you say your favorite game was? I would say, and it's probably still one of my favorite games, is Sly Cooper. Um, I don't know if it's just, like, the nostalgia factor, but I always kind of just enjoyed the feeling of sneaking around and stealing things. It was a game, it's a concept that most games don't really have. Just kind of felt unique. And the nostalgia factor, I'm sure, kind of plays a role into that now. Um, But it's definitely been one of my favorites up until now still. Should I be worried about stuff? (laughs) You enjoy sneaking around and stealing stuff? I mean, as far as I know, no. Okay. (laughs) For legal reasons in video. For legal reasons. Yes, for legal reasons, this This is is a joke. Yes, it's it's completely in a video game. There's nothing uh, going on here. Um, Right. Moving on, although I've since found out. You're a big Dota 2 fanatic. As someone who met you through Vainglory, specifically uh, when we were both members of the Fold Podcast Guilds, uh, what drew you to mobile games? Um, mobile games have just been, I guess, something that I've gotten into because it's kind of there. Um, there's like periods where I'm like not at a computer or at around a console, so I kind of just got into those types of games. I think Clash of Clans was probably the first one that I really got into. 
I actually used to stream that. That's where I, my Twitch channel kind of got a start from. Uh, and then I think one of my viewers, actually, I can't remember who it was, but they told me to check it, check Vanglory out. And that's how I found you in the Fold podcast. Um, and then I was playing Dota 2 at the time, too. So that's kind of where I figured out the MOBA scene. And Vanglory just kind of happened to be that MOBA on mobile that was big at the time. So kind of just went from there. Yeah. No, I, I found Vanglory through the apple keynote but yeah pretty cool that one of your viewers (laughs) brought you on into it um so i know it's obviously as i touched upon you're a big dota person i mean we both were part of vainglory during its heyday but if you had to pick a favorite game which would you choose i know you sort of touched on it already but yeah i would definitely have to go with dota uh it's got more depth than vainglory had um and i probably have way too many hours and probably shouldn't <laughs> reveal how many hours I have in that game. Uh, but it's it's well over 6,000 hours at this point. Um, but that's over the course of like, oh, I don't know, seven years. Yeah. I've been playing that one, so it's been a while. I mean, you're probably competing with some FPS players because I think a couple people on our Siege team have at least that many hours uh, in that game, so... Right. Yeah. That game hasn't been out nearly as long. No, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I I think no, maybe not Siege. I think it was actually CS. That's the one that had yeah, the bunch that makes of hours. more sense. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So it would make a lot more sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the one. Um, yeah. So beyond the favorite game, I mean I kind of anticipated Dota, but still wanted to ask the question who's your favorite character in the game and why? My favorite character in Dota two would be uh Ancient Apparition. Um, he's my post, my most played hero, uh, and mainly he's my favorite because of his ultimate, which is kind of broken. Um, so basically he throws this giant ball of ice across the map, uh, and whoever it hits takes a bunch of damage and their health is locked. So they can't heal past that point for like, I think it's nine seconds. Um, and if they fall below a certain health threshold, they just shatter and die immediately. So it's kind of one of those big team fight ultimates where if you land it, it can really change the pace of a fight. Uh, but it is one of those skill shots that's not necessarily the most reliable. So it's a hero that definitely takes some practice and skill to land. And I assume the cooldown is equally as uh, large for that. Surprisingly, <laughs> no, it's not. No? No, it's only about a 40-second cooldown. There's some ultimates what? in there that are over two-minute cooldowns. So. No, I know. There's some really long ones. <laughs> it's a global. Yes, and it is a global ability. <laughs> oh, my. There has been many times where someone is running back to their base, and I have hit them in their base, and they die. That even disables like fountain region. Oh, you just my. Stuck there sitting in fountain. Like <laughs> I can't leave because uh, I need to heal, but I can't heal. People will forget I'm in the game, and they'll just kind of like run in a straight line to the base, and I'll just throw it like kind of just like a YOLO throw, and it'll hit them, and they'll just question mark me. I'm like, yep, you ran in a straight line and you died. <laughs> nice. All right, so I guess we'll jump into the next question. Uh, what would you say? Uh, is your favorite memory from your time is pl- like time playing games? Um, in more recent years, it'd definitely just be watching the international, which is Dota 2's international or world championships. 
Um, I just like seeing kind of the whole scene and all the players and teams coming together in like one city uh, and playing all in one huge arena. Valve does a really good job of putting on a huge show and it just becomes like this huge event that I think almost anyone in esports has heard of. Maybe they might not watch it, but I'm pretty sure if you said the international, they would know what you were talking about. Yeah, I think I know the answer to this next one, but if there's anything you wish you could have done, what would it be? Oh, that's kind of an ironic question coming from you. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> so for those of you that don't know, Super actually won a trip to the International. All expenses paid, you know, uh, but I didn't get to go because he won it. Not only did he win a trip to the International, but he also won a gaming laptop. So if I could change anything, I would have swapped with him and went to the international. Was it at least a good gaming laptop? Uh, I mean, it was good other than the fact that the battery dies in less than an hour. So that's going to be like any gaming laptop. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's uh, well, the fact that he had uh, won that. That sucks, <laughs> yeah, man. The funniest <laughs> part of this whole thing is... They actually sent him two of those gaming laptops. And, you know, instead of doing the right thing and giving it to his brother, he, he emailed it. them and sent it back. What? Uh. See, I didn't want them to come after me and be like, why do you have two laptops? We only meant to send you one. So, you know. I mean, at that point, it's too late. They signed the things <laughs> and the, it's it's in your possession, you know. Pretty Fair. sure the terms protect you from that. Yeah, I mean, he's also had a few times where they've sent him two things. There was one year our parents had him order a Christmas gift because they didn't want it to show up on their orders so the other one wouldn't see it. And they had him order a popcorn machine, like a huge popcorn maker. And two of them showed up. So we now have a family joke going on that if anyone orders anything, he's supposed to order it because we'll likely get two of them. <laughs> I, I I actually had a similar experience earlier today. I uh, went to go purchase some in-game currency to buy the uh, like season pass in Wild Rift. And I realized I hadn't done in-app purchases on my iPad since I got it in like November. Like I've never made a single in-app purchase. So as I went to do it, it asked me to like, I had to go verify the card on the account. And when I went to go do that, it like took me out of the app to the app store. And like when I got back in, it said one thing about it, like not going through, but then it also said your purchase was completed, but none of the currency showed up. So I quit the app and restarted it and then it still wasn't there. So then I go and actually buy it again. And when I finished buying it, apparently there's 2000 when I only wanted, when I only initially bought a thousand. So I'm waiting to see if it shows up on the bill or if not for two of them. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm not complaining. Just don't spend <laughs> the extra thousand. And then if it does... No, no, I didn't. I, I realized that because the way Wild Rift does their season pass, they have like the basic one. Then they have like elite missions that you can do. And I'm like, wait, I'm also not going to buy a skin with someone because this season pass ends in 38 days. So I'll like finish out this one. Great. And then I'll already have some to buy the next one. Like, <laughs> but I was like, yeah. seriously, that that's how it like that's what it does. Like that's kind of annoying. <laughs> right. I had a similar experience when I was playing League, 
I had an, well, I used to play League every once in a while with some friends, uh, and I had an account, and one day I logged in and I just had a bunch of, like, premium currency on there, so I emailed their support and logged back in the next day, and my account was just outright banned. So, not sure what happened. The reason they gave me was I was exploiting the game. Even though I never spent any of this currency, so that was interesting. Yeah, that sounds... Yeah. <laughs> well, on a uh, on a happier note, <laughs> um, for those who don't know, you currently are serving as Witch Doctor's creative director. Although I'm the one who appointed you to that role, I was curious what about it like really called to you and why you agreed to fill it. I've always been into graphic design and just, I guess, like digital art in a way. I think it's just kind of interesting to, I guess, give ideas and sketch out what people kind of give you and put it into like a more visual format, like designing like logos and stuff for a company or a brand. Um, it just kind of gives that brand like I don't know, an extra dimension to it where people kind of associate the brand with this image. Uh, and that kind of just helps to grow the the brand image. So it's just been something I've always been interested in. I started originally with GIMP because that was a like a free alternative for Photoshop. So I kind of downloaded that and was just messing around with it. And I just kind of fell in love with messing around with all the tools and seeing everything that's possible with them. And then Photoshop, obviously, is just more powerful and has even more for me to mess around with. Yeah. No, I totally get that. That's me and Discord, except Discord's still free. Um, <laughs> but I, as anyone, as both of you will know, I spend way too much time tinkering with things, and it seems like every other week something changes because <laughs> I'm just yes. feeling it, or I like want to move something around, and I'm like, "Oh, I'll do that," or I'll rename this, or "Oh, that's long and annoying. Let's do this." Yeah, um, I can confirm that. <laughs> it's fine, though. Totally fine, uh, regardless. Um, so I know you sort of touched on it a little bit but what do you find most fulfilling or rewarding about uh being a witch doctor's creative director for me it's when i finally get a design that everyone likes um because <laughs> there's a lot of people that go through the process of looking at it and giving their ideas and things and it definitely feels good to find something that everyone can agree on and that they like because uh, everyone has a different idea of what they're looking for uh, so it's especially for like a gaming organization where we're all kind of centered around community. It's important that everyone likes what we decide to go with. So I'll go through a few different iterations of it and we'll eventually settle on something. It might take a week to two weeks sometimes, <laughs> but it's definitely rewarding to know that I finally got to a point where everyone's happy with it. Yeah. So I, my next question was going to be, what's the hardest part of your role? But I think you just answered it with having the patience to iterate on stuff and have all these voices uh, telling you what to do. Yeah, um, it's definitely a bit of a challenge sometimes to get everyone to agree on something, but it's part of the challenge and keeps it interesting. It's definitely taught me a lot about the design process, too. Is there anything you're looking forward to in the next couple of months? Um, definitely just enjoying the summer and not having to go through classwork and all that. Um, hoping to 
just kind of dig in with Witch Doctor, grow the community there. Um, not exactly sure if there's any games I'm interested in coming up, but I also don't buy that many games, so it might just be one of those where I'm playing a lot of World of Warcraft um, and helping out Witch Doctor with the creative side of stuff. Also, the International's coming up soon. That is true. I almost forgot because it didn't happen last year. So, yeah, yeah. that happens in August. Um <laughs> And I'll definitely be watching that as much as I can. I'll probably take the week off work like I always do. Uh, it's, it's my summer vacation in a way. <laughs> nice. Do you have any projects that you're working on or will be working on soon? Um, I'm working on a brand guide for the org. Um, actually working on finishing that up here and hopefully the next week or so to send that off for review. That way... Anyone who's interested can reach out and they can see what our expectations are for any of our logos or just designs in general. That'll help to, I guess, spread brand awareness and keep everything kind of in line with our expectations and what we want everything to look like. Well, I, as, as the person who kind of uh, pushed for that, I'm glad to hear that it's wrapping up soon. Well, at least the initial part. Right. So I suppose since... At least I'm out of questions. This is the portion of the episode where you get to ask us questions. I know they'll probably be more geared towards me because unless you want to just put Super on the spot for something that he wouldn't normally answer, in which case, go for it. <laughs> yeah, all right. I guess something I've always wondered is if you could travel anywhere in the world, where would it be and why? Ooh. Is that for both of us or? Yeah, for both of you. Okay. Ooh. It's tough. I suppose I'd want to travel somewhere where the League of Legends World Championship is. So I, even though I just started following the game in like mid 2019, at least more hardcore than I was previously. Um, like I, I've they had a World Championship last year, obviously without audience because of COVID. And it would be really cool to see it probably in an English-speaking country. But it might be fun to go travel to Asia for once and see it. Um, I know it's happening in China again this year, but then I think it's back in the U.S. next year. So, or at least North America. So it would be fun to go to one of those and just see all of the people who are there and all also are big fans of the game. I've always wanted to go to Alaska. Sounds like it'd be really cool. I've been there. It's fun. The it's very scenic. <laughs> yeah. I like I like the cold. So Yeah. You should go during the winter months. I wanted to go during the winter months, but the rest of my family said no. So we went during summer. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then another question for you is what's the most memorable moment for you in gaming? That's for both of you as well. Do you want to go first, Super? Or yeah, well, I mean, mine's kind of obvious. It's actually being in the arena for the international. Way to rub it in. Um, but mine would, oh, mine would probably be the first LAN event that I went to. It wasn't a tournament. It was um, the first Extra Life charity event that the Fold Podcast hosted. Um, it was hosted in Maxo's garage, Maxo Relaxo's garage. Uh, which is about 45 minutes from my house. Um, and 
I showed up there as a was I 16 or 15? I was young regardless and I showed up and there's a bunch of adults in this garage and it's we just all played games. I think I was only there for like 8 hours, but I had been literally for months playing nightly with these people and just like having fun and it was really cool to put names to faces. Mm-hmm. And even though I don't ha- I haven't played with a bunch of them in a while, like I we still talk and like it it I mean Hirsch wasn't there because he's in Pennsylvania and the, the thing was in Boston, but like that community is something is where I met him and sort of really got me into the communal communal side of gaming. Words are hard. It's fine. <laughs> it's a Monday. It's it is a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all the questions I got. Well, in that case, thank you for taking the time to speak with us, Hirsch. Although super especially, and I suppose I knew a lot about your involvement with Witch Doctor, it was nice to learn more about what got you into gaming and sort of brought you to where you are today. If our listeners want to drop you a follow, where can they do so? Mainly my Twitter, uh, which is at H3RSH3YB3AR3, uh, or Hershey Bear 3 because the original tag was taken. Uh, I'm sure it'll be in the description. You could easily find it down there. Yes, it will. <laughs> and you mentioned your Twitch. Are you active on there or uh, working to bring that back? Uh, my name on Twitch is also Hershey Bear. Uh, I don't stream all that often, but I am looking to kind of get back into it over the summer. Hopefully I'll find more time to do that. So you definitely drop me a follow there. Uh, I stream Dota 2. I stream some World of Warcraft every once in a while, some Sea of Thieves. So if any of that sounds interesting, definitely check me out on there. I will throw that in the description as well. And a big thank you to everybody who listened to this third episode of The Cauldron Cast. We hope you enjoyed, and don't forget to subscribe or follow us on your favorite podcast platform to catch the latest episodes of our show as soon as they're released. Peace.